0: Welcome to PreachingChrist.org, the preaching ministry of Father Patrick Malone, Vicar of Holy Cross Anglican Church in Milwaukee. If you have any questions about the Bible or the Christian life, contact us at patrick at preachingchrist.org. A military messenger came to Nazareth a week ago and told us that we each had to go to our ancestral home to pay our taxes. This was going to be a big ordeal. My wife is nine months pregnant, and we really can't afford to travel right now. But we were also told that if we did not go, we would go to prison. So Mary and I walked the five-day journey from our home in the village, to the village of our ancestors, which is Bethlehem. Five days to pay taxes. And we brought a donkey to help us and to carry Mary and the food that we needed for the trip. We stopped our first night in Jezreel and stayed with Mary's uncle, where they put us up for the night. I got a terrible blister on my right foot that rubbed against the sandals, the strap of my sandals, and it's bleeding now. Day two was in Tazra. We joined a caravan there as we walked to Shechem. We made our way south around Samaria, but we didn't go through because there were unclean people there. Day four was long. But we made our way to Jericho. We tried to stay with family to save money along the way. Day five, we bypassed Jerusalem and made our way to Bethlehem by mid-afternoon. But so did everyone else. And we couldn't find a place to stay. My blister was now festering and raw, but we were here. And I can soak it and let it heal. Bethlehem is a small village and only has one inn. Today there are hundreds of people here. And the two rooms in the small inn were already filled with eight to ten travelers per room. And the roof on top of the inn was also full. Mary and I walked around to the rear of the inn and tried to make a bed in the straw. And as we walked, I hear my wife crying out. And she cries out to me and she says, my water has broken. And now she's scared and worried. And this is too early. She's only just barely nine months pregnant. What what are we going to do? We had hoped that we could get back to Nazareth to have the baby with my family there so that my sisters could help. But we were here, and our child is coming. I got her off the donkey, and as I was laying her head down, her water broke. And then suddenly the animals all smelled it and became, came over and started licking the water on the ground. And my wife is groaning and in pain. I yelled, I need a midwife. Somebody help me. I need need her now. The innkeeper's wife, Miriam, came and helped. Mary was lying down. I could hear her her groaning, her suffering, her grunts, her pants of short, quick breaths. Miriam tells her not to push yet. And all I hear Mary doing is shh, 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 shh. I smell manure. I smell the compost of wet hay. There's flies buzzing around. There's no light. The only light comes from the moon. There's chickens everywhere. And the donkey's just eating over there. The smells are common to us, but not welcome here. This is my baby boy coming. Mary screams out in pain and Miriam tells her to push hard, harder. She groans, groans that cannot be explained except by pain. Without warning, she yells out. Yes, said Miriam, good. (coughs) And instantly I hear a cry, a baby cry, and I cry as well. I have a baby boy. He's covered with blood, and my wife is in pain, almost ready to pass out. And I remember what the angel said to me ten months ago, as he told me not to fear, And take Mary as my wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit, and that he would save his people, and that she would bear a son, and his name would be Jesus, for he would save his people from their sin. Is my baby boy covered in blood? And my wife, in such excruciating pain, a foreshadowing of what is to come, will my son be covered in blood? And my beautiful bride be groaning and almost ready to pass out? As I reached my arms to hold my son, I s- saw a light coming from behind me. Someone must have a, tor- a torch. But then it was many torches. I turned around to see where the light was coming from, and they weren't torches, and I was puzzled and filled with fear because of the overpowering light. They are not torches, but they're persons, beings, figures, glowing so brightly my eyes teared up, and I could not see who it was. And from the brightness I heard, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you, and you will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, Suddenly there were angels and a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth and goodwill towards men. And then suddenly all these bright figures, these bright, shining, illuminated people, got on their knees and bowed before my son. And there was a holy silence seemed like a half an hour and then everywhere was light and brightness and my son no longer cried and I was on my knees with fear Then suddenly they vanished and just as I adjusted my eyes I saw a dozen or so shepherds all on their knees in awe. But not in awe because of the illuminated men, but in awe because of my son. They kneeled and worshipped my newborn son. And I made my way over to Mary and my son, and with them, I pondered on all that I had seen and heard. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.